You are listening to Apple Podcasts, number one tech news podcast in the Philippines. Here's your host, Jack of Jack Talks Tech. Music definitely adds style to your content. I started using Epidemic Sound from the very beginning. Having to try and find a copyright-free music that's good? Wow, it's a nightmare. Having the ability to browse a library and find basically everything you want. That's the nicest thing which makes it making content easier. You can find what you need, add it to your multi-track, export it, and you're done. Sign up to Epidemic Sound using the link on the description and get one month free trial. What's up everyone? My name is Jack and welcome to yet another episode of Jack, Jack, Jack Talks Zack. Whether you're listening to the podcast via Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your favorite podcast, thank you. I appreciate it very much. We are recording live from the studio apartment here in Lucena City. Season 2, episode 11, 28th of March, 2021. Just when you think that you have a solid understanding of the modern technological landscape, it throws you a curveball. Seemingly overnight, the term NFT has managed to infiltrate every corner of the web. And it's all about crypto collectibles. Non-fungible tokens or NFTs are exploding in popularity. They are being used by things like art, baseball cards, and even Jack Dorsey's first tweet. Powered by blockchain technology, everything from digital trading cards, video game items, art, music, and tweets are being bought and sold on online trading auctions. One's ownership of these items is being represented by NFTs. In this episode, we'll go over some insane things that are going on the NFT space and then move on to some sensible uses and finally finish off with what I find most exciting about the space. Let's take a look. Let's get into it. Welcome to the story of non-fungible tokens. You might be wondering, what are NFTs? So, NFT stands for non-fungible token. The word fungible means that one item can be replaced by another item. It's usually used in the context of economics. For example, you wouldn't care if I gave you two 5 peso bills instead of one 10 peso bill. All pesos are the same. Likewise, all bitcoins are the same. You also wouldn't care which exact Bitcoin you receive, you're just interested in its value. The complete opposite of this is something that is non-fungible. And this is where NFTs come in. 
They are essentially a digital certificate of authenticity that cannot be replicated. NFTs are stored in a blockchain and are used to represent ownership of unique items. Thanks to the secure nature of blockchain technology, the record of ownership is always available. It cannot be modified and it also ensures that there can be only one owner at a given time. While there are various emerging blockchains implementing their own token system, the Ethereum blockchain is the most commonly used for NFT creation and use. Although you may be just hearing about NFTs now, the idea of a token system running on crypto blockchains has been experimented for almost a decade now. The earliest example of crypto-based token was Colored Coins. It was introduced by Yona Assi in 2012 and ran on the Bitcoin blockchain. These tokens were small denominations of Bitcoin that are similar to current NFTs. They were intended for use as certificate of ownerships. Unfortunately, colored coins were flawed due to the Bitcoin system simply not being set up to support it, and thus it was abandoned. Despite the crypto community began recognizing the potential of assets stored on a blockchain. In 2014, a peer-to-peer -peer financial platform called Counterparty was launched. It was built on top of the Bitcoin blockchain but with many improvements and it laid the foundations for modern NFTs. In no time at all, the idea of blockchain-powered tokens began expanding into strange territories. In 2016, a meme trading community arose. It was called Rare Pepes and it was launched on the Counterparties platform. This used Counterparty's tokenized asset system to facilitate the trading on Pepe the Frog memes. Thanks to this environment, there was suddenly a working crypto token in the market for digital art. By 2017, there was a major shift from Bitcoin-based token platforms like Counterparty to the newly successful Ethereum blockchain. Unlike Bitcoin, Ethereum had a system for token creation and storage built right into the blockchain. It was Ethereum that coined the term non-fungible token. This meant that the third-party platforms like Counterparty were no longer necessary. Ethereum took what had been attempted over the past five years, perfected it, and became a market leader in blockchain asset tokens. More and more collectible digital assets started appearing to make use of Ethereum's NFTs. CryptoPunks created by Matt Hall and John Watkinson was a digital pixel art that became quite popular. 10,000 unique characters were created and offered for free to Ethereum users. They quickly snatched them all up and the thriving market was born. Just a fun fact, last month, one of these CryptoPunks sold for over $1.6 million. And another CryptoPunk just sold for over $7 million. So why pay so much for a JPEG file at a very high level? You can think of it like buying a one-of-a-kind original print of a painting signed by an artist. Although anyone can download a copy of the original CryptoPunk for a million times, no one will else have that original file. If you think it's a pretty weak idea for a business case, 
I do too. But we'll talk about all of this and discuss it later. Continuing on with our NFT journey, it wasn't until October of 2017 that NFTs broke out from the crypto community. The story of one particular digital asset became infamous. It generated reactions spanning from utter confusion to outrage. It was the CryptoKitties. CryptoKitties was a digital trading game launched by the Vancouver-based company Axiom Zen. It exploded with popularity. CNBC claimed that it was, quote, epitomizing the cryptocurrency mania, end quote. The trading popularity of CryptoKitties was unmatched. Similar NFT assets looked like the genes in their code defined their physical appearance. The features was based on a template by a human designer. They call those features catributes. Like humans, these cats can also carry traits in their code. It will only show up in their offsprings and although the hype did die down over the few short months, a community was established and still perseveres till today. It has become clear that Rare Pepe, CryptoPunks, and CryptoKitties were just the beginning for NFTs. And in the years since, the digital asset industry has expanded beyond belief. Over the next couple of years, NFTs representing GIF images, videos, music albums, and much more were eventually being sold. One of the most recent success stories to gain media attention was the website NBA Top Shot. Off the back of CryptoKitty's success, Axiom Zen, now called Dapper Labs, they have spent the past three years working on the NBA Place trading platform. Think of it as a basketball cards, but instead of owning an image of, say for example, LeBron James, you can own a video of a specific moment in a specific game. This ownership has nothing to do with the licensing and, in addition, the video can be seen by others much like other NFTs. You can actually watch it in YouTube. The ownership, however, is solely on the blockchain. As strange as it all sounds, people are still willing to pay big bucks. They do this because they think that someone else in the future will pay even more than they did at the later dates. In under a year, the beta version of the site has seen $200 million pass through in direct sales. A clip of LeBron dunking has sold for over $200,000. The community clearly sees value here, but if I'm 100% honest, I don't really see it. Now, let's move away from collectibles. The content creation industry has also embraced the possibilities of NFTs. Struggling artists and musicians can leverage NFTs as a powerful tool. The band Kings of Leon surprised fans with a collection of NFTs available for sale. From unique artwork to images of golden ticket passes for upcoming shows, the band also became the first to release an album on NFT. Mike Winkleman recently sold a 10-second video for $6.6 million. Noah Davis, who is familiar with the sale, explains that it's a sign of, quote, a drastic shift 
a demographic shift and a generational shift that needs to be capitalized on. End quotes. I personally think that people are very talented and a bit of a cultural icon. In the digital age, maybe this one isn't as crazy as the next examples you'll about to hear. Okay, so far we've learned that NFTs are a way of claiming unique ownership over digital works. But very recently, things have started to get crazy. We all know that high-end art being sold for exorbitant prices is nothing new. But some NFT stories of insane valuations are getting increasingly harder to justify. A virtual plot of land in the video game Decentraland recently sold for $80,000. Taco Bell, the food chain. They also got into the action and they sold a GIF for $20,000. However, I think the award for the most ridiculous NFT goes to Crypto Trucks. I'm going to put a link in the show notes below so that you will see what Crypto Truck looks like. I'm gonna give you time. Click the link on the show notes and look at the picture. Okay, in my opinion, that Crypto Truck drawing it looks like it was drawn by a five-year-old kid. Do you have an idea on how much it was sold? It was sold for $300,000. Kudos to the guy who managed to sell it and condolences to the person who bought it. Not to be outdone, Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey has put his first ever tweet on auction. The current highest bid is $2.5 million. And again, you can go to Twitter and look at this tweet for yourself for free. To me, it looks like a bit like 1999. At the time, stocks were at an all-time high. Beanie Baby prices were skyrocketing and people wanted to get rich quickly. Another example is the PS5. Resellers are buying it at MSRP and then selling it at a much higher price. There are echoes of all of that today, but this time there's a lot of money in the system. From house prices to high-end cars and art asset prices are booming and it's kind of starting to look like a bubble getting ready to burst. I could be wrong though. Collector communities can endure in a secondary market long after the initial hype has faded. So this is how I think things will go. The NFT bubble will grow bigger and then pop. After this, NFTs will get a bad reputation. When all the hype fades, but then after the real world uses will start arising. Just like Google and Amazon rose from the ashes of the dot-com bust when many others didn't survive. NFTs will start having wide appeal in applications that have real world utility. Okay, 
So here are a few examples of what I expect to be more sustainable uses for NFTs. Purchasing domain names, collateral in decentralized crypto loans, the registration of a car or a deed to a home. These are all uses that an average person can understand and take part in. But the most exciting use of NFTs for me, in my opinion, it's the concept of membership. For example, I could release a Jackbox Stack NFT that grants you, the listener, voting rights and what episodes or topics come next, and other perks, such as merchandise and future releases of music from me. The Jackbox Stack token would also double as an investment in the podcast, almost like shares in a company. Here's what I mean. Say for example, I only make 100 of these tokens. If the podcast grows and is perceived to be more valuable, you, the listener, could sell this token to someone else for a profit. This concept logically makes sense to me. It gives buyers of the JTT NFT immediate value but also a way of profiting if they hold onto it and resell it. Buying something like a crypto truck makes less sense to me. With the new stories focusing on the outrageous side of this technology, it's easy to see NFTs as a hype craze waiting to die out, but as I just described, I think there's actually more to it. NFTs are already primed for widespread applications in both outrageous and mundane ways. While we may be distracted by NBA players and crypto trucks, NFTs may quietly become a part of all of our lives without us ever noticing. So what do you guys think? Are you interested in buying some JTT NFTs? Send me a message on Facebook, facebook.com slash No, I'm just kidding. This episode is not for sale. Alright, now with that said, there's really nothing else left to do. Hit that like button if you like this type of content. Smash it if that's your something into 2021 style. Give us a follow, subscribe if you aren't already, and... And... I'll see you in the next one. Assuming that we all survive. Let's make the needy techie.